Look, I don't want to be rude, but uh, I'm not much of a conversationalist, and I'd really like to finish this article. A friend of mine wrote it, so... Don't let me stand in your way. Please don't let me stand in your way. The last thing I want to be remembered as is an annoying blabbermouth. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Back in My Day. Um, as we teased ahead, we have a bit of a discussion around 80s movies and, I guess, reboot, remake culture. Um, the news of the remake or reboot, I guess, I don't remember which word they're using. Either way, you get the gist, um, of planes, trains, and automobiles is going to be on its way. Um, Mike, this was your 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 idea for the for the day, sort of, so to right. speak. What's the um, how you want to how you want to get into this? We're going to talk about the news of, of yeah. that as well as our choices moving forward too. Yeah. So just because it fits in with the podcast, because you know we like to look back on old entertainment and how it relates to what's going on now, and so it's perfectly in our wheelhouse that they're remaking Planes, Trains, Automobiles with Will Smith and Kevin Hart. And we so we talked about this a lot in the podcast, but it's the kind of reboot that I think you guys agree with me that is the kind that we hate, which is they reboot the movie just to use the IP and the name, but they don't, like, they they redo everything up further along. The story has something, like, like it's the kind of reboot where they're just cashing in the name. It could be called anything and be a road trip, quirky road trip movie. <laughs> Do I Wilson. smell a 2016 Ghostbusters come in? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, put it in the words of the kind of reboot I hate versus the kind of ones that I like. So the kind of ones I like, let's give examples that I think are good, yeah. are, like, Blade Runner 2049, Creed, even the new Vacation movies. Yes, you use the old IP, but someone's coming along and they're having, like, a new idea that expands the story, but the original story still exists. And I think that kind of reboot remake sits a lot better with fans than this kind of remake of like, oh, we're just going to tell this story over again with like the same plot points and and um, call it the same thing just because it has brand recognition. And it reminds me of the reboots that we hate, like Ghostbusters, um, where they just ignore the original and they overwrite the original by using the same name. And that's the kind of that's the kind of remake that I can't really uh, I don't like to support or i don't agree with but i see financially why the studios keep pumping these out the other one that really uh was horrible was point break or uh yeah the the johnny utah remake if you saw that one Mm -hmm. Um, total recall was another one too total recall yeah that was like reuse the script and yeah find new actors and try to just earn money off the same property they already own right and the same dust off the old script make a few changes True. Uh, yeah, so what do you guys think? What do you guys think about that? Do you agree with me? Well, yeah, I think you nailed it in the sense of it's a fine line because you're obviously going to see certain franchises want to stay alive and but we've discussed in previous episodes how, you know, you you mix it up from either remaking forgetting the original and remaking completely, which never really works out for everybody because there's a reason why we all love the original or you kind of honor the original and carry it forward even if you're replacing the story you're still kind of uh paying homage to it so yeah i i think um for me part of part of the issue with this is that with this one in particular is that um i don't i 
I don't know. I just, I can't do the Kevin Hart thing for an entire movie. Like, I just can't. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's the biggest thing for me is for this one in particular. I don't think that it's, that it's a good idea regardless, honestly. Like, it just feels like one of those movies. It's not, re- I guess it's, I guess the point is that they don't really want to get, like, this story technically, this movie technically could work at almost any time. And, you know, I just, it just doesn't feel like the kind of movie that needs this kind of treatment. You know, it just doesn't feel like it's necessary. So it has well, to be, I don't know, it just, it has to be something different or it has to be an expansion like Blade Runner was. And I think that that's like the gold standard, honestly. I mean, it was sort of, it's pretty much a sequel, but, you know, but it, it's... The way it's, I feel about it is if they announced like tomorrow or today that they were going to remake Airplane, I'd be like, uh, no thanks. Like, that's the kind of... That's how yeah. I feel about air, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, right? It's just like, it's not something that needs to be remade. It's it's fine. It's like, especially, it's it's, especially when you say airplane, it definitely holds the, up. So Just for the brand recognition. Um, that's all it is. It's because the studio head is like, yes, this will make money rather than calling it something different. So we just called... And yeah, anyways, it, so Blade Runner Gold Standard, the other Gold Standard I wanted to say was Creed. I think yeah, Creed is yeah. perfect. Creed is fantastic. Yeah. Not only because it's like, so not only is it in the same universe and the original still exists and you have some characters the same, but it actually does retell the first story. Yeah, so that's true. Re- the way he loses at the end and like, the, so it, you know, it's like, it's the perfect example. And even the vacation movies, like even though it wasn't great, like, at least they didn't recast Clark Griswold. They made it like the sun, Rusty, right? So that's yeah, like, yeah. a bit more, bit, you just can accept it a bit more because you're like, just watching someone else play Clark Griswold would be like, it just wouldn't feel right. And it's going to be the same way with playing trains. I don't want to be like watching someone playing those characters unless they do do something and they do kind of like, they do kind of like find a way to keep it in the same universe. Yeah. Um, and not I mean, just like, Total yeah it's now. just is there is there that many people our age and older really because of when the movie came out is there that many people in their mid-30s to i don't know 60 somewhere in that range that really want to see this movie again that like, <laughs> are, are dying to have a remake of this movie because who else is going to go to this you know they're going to have to market it as a new movie not as uh, something that is based off of I mean, it's, it's, a original, good movie. I it's a good movie, but you it can is. make a movie about two guys on a quirky, one quirky guy and knowing a straight guy on a road trip and not call it Plain Trains Automobiles. Like, they don't have the copyright on those types of scripts. You just, yeah. like, they could be a, banking on, like, streamer mentality, though. Like, you're, you know, the parents will sit their kids down and throw it on, and then they're they're sucked into the franchise. Maybe, yeah. yeah. So Yeah. I don't know. It it's definitely feels weird. So, um, but Mike, you have uh, we have a couple of ideas that we think um, we're definitely better than movie executives. So we have great ideas that are going to go oh, a long no. way and make us all lots that, of money, right? All that being said, I'm going to like do the thing that I said I hate and like, yeah. do the whole recasting <laughs> thing because yeah. um, I think it's going to lead to fun conversation. Oh so, yeah, but like we, we also aren't executives that are gonna get these films made in any way, and we're yeah. not gonna be ruining yes. people's childhoods. We're not we're not executives <laughs> yet. Yeah. There's still time. <laughs> so yeah, I thought as a fun idea, we could each pick a movie from the '80s, whether we want to see it remade or not, um, and then just say, "Hey, imagine this movie remade today. Who would you cast?" Um, so I guess I'll go first. So I picked. <laughs> 
I picked a movie that I definitely don't want to see get remade, but I thought it might leave. But I think it, it eventually will happen. So I thought, hey, why not get ahead of it? If anyone uh, does this, they can. I can say I, I said it first. Marty leads an ordinary life. No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Well, history is going to change. And 1985 is not his year. But Dr. Brown is about to change all that. Imagine they made Back to the Future. Okay, this is the movie I'm going to do. Back to the Future. Oh, no, you yeah. didn't. With the same script, the same characters, except Marty McFly is played by Tom Holland. Uh, Doc Brown is Nick Offerman. That's amazing. And then the, uh, Marty's parents. I figured you could use de-aging technology and you could like cast. You could have the same cast in the past and in the future. So I would do Chris Pratt and Aubrey Plaza as the parents. So a little like um, Parks and Rec reunion there. Yeah. Oh man! And then fifth is Shia LaBeouf. Shia, Shia. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! And I did not see that coming. Catherine Bigelow. Oh, nice, nice choice, nice choice. As epic as that would be, I mean, we'd all watch it, right? But. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think we'd be steaming those no yeah, matter I think, what. I think you're right though. Like it's sort of like you you have to pick that movie because we love it and because you just want to like you just have this really why <laughs> and it's gonna happen, boys. It's good. Like it's but I happen. really do like. I think you're right that they're gonna try some bullshit like that. But it's <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really do like your choice of Tom Holland. Like if they're gonna do it, just go out in style. I do like Tom yeah. Holland as as uh, Marty McFly. Like, He's got that like he seems younger than he is kind of mm-hmm. look, and he could still play like a uh, whatever Martin Fly was like a high schooler, I think. So yeah, I, I think he could if it was made right now, he would be like as best of a choice as I could think of. And then Nick Offerman as uh, Doc Brown, <laughs> I just he's a good character actor. Uh, yeah, like Christopher Lloyd, I think a good character actor in that role. He'd do something unique with it. Eh, that's so. That's my idea. <laughs> that's funny. That's as a really good as one. it is. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I like you put some good thought into it. I mean, you got a solid director in there too. But uh... yeah, I know, right? That helps. Yeah. Um, I have one that uh, I actually have. A, I have a few, but I'm going to pick one that I think is the most likely to be redone and actually not as painful if it was redone. So I chose. Who set up the private eye? You could get killed, huh? Huh? Who blackmailed the movie mogul? Gotcha. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Nobody gets to drop on Roger Rabbit. I thought it was a really interesting idea for a movie. I don't want to say breakthrough because that, that but it, it, it could be something that no one's ever seen before. I didn't what? kill anybody, I swear! On video, and for the first time ever on Vista Series DVD, own it Tuesday, March 25th. Cut! I'll be in my trailer! Taking a nap! Oh. Excuse me, Tuts. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Ooh. Oh. So nice I, one. Yeah. So I went I went through the list of like the top earning movies of sort of, you know, a couple of the years and stuff. And this was right up there um, through the entire 80s. I think it was in the top 12 or 10 or something. So it made a ton of money. And it's sort of a weird movie. Like it's it's you know, it's got the the real life and cartoon tie-in and everything, and it's sort of half um looney tunes-esque but a little bit more adult and stuff as well i remember watching it as a kid and you know my parents sort of saying that it's not really meant for kids and i was confused because it's has cartoons in it and stuff and you know it's it's like a pg-13 type of movie so it's not really meant for for young kids or anything but it's kind of funny it's got a whole bunch of people in the cast like there's tons of people in it and there's a lot of people that would do a movie like this now so i thought 
the main character who's Eddie Va- Valiant or Valent or something. Um, yeah, Bob Hoskins character. Bob Hoskins, yeah. And and you know what? He would still actually be like that. Would it, it's such a good pick for him? Like I thought that was like when I remembered that it was him. I was like, oh, that would be a. He is good for that for that movie. <laughs> but I figured someone that has a similar sort of can do semi serious, but also is always very funny is Ryan Reynolds. Basically, you just take. Um, uh, you take uh, his his uh, his character that he basically almost always plays in his movies, and you put him in this movie. <laughs> and I thought he would, he could probably do that well. I have, and uh, you know, you'd smash on the streams. You'd smash on Netflix. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and just because I love him as an actor, and just because it would be something different, um, and he's a little bit older and stuff too, is uh, Denzel as Judge Doom. <laughs> mm. That's just, actually just, pretty cool. Something slightly different, and then for actually for Roger Rabbit himself, because it's it's voiced. I was trying to find someone that did like video game acting and stuff, and did like a lot of stuff like that. But then I found one person who did some video game stuff, but also did uh, like Bender on Futurama, which is John oh, DiMaggio. So nice. that voice sort of fits with that type of sort of cartoony Bugs Bunny esque character. So I figured, why not him? And then, because Lego Movie is amazing, and this movie is goofy too, why not have them uh, have the brothers do the writing and directing? Oh, that's movie? sick! Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. So that was my first thought: is that movie that's did. actually one that's yeah. I could see being awesome. But like that's again, I, I would love if they tried to somehow link it to the original. But yeah, yeah whether they, whether they do or not, but because of the technology, I feel like this one would be one of the ones that made sense. I think that's why I favored mentioning this one is because like. Okay, you know it, it. It doesn't look terrible for a movie from the from the mid to late '80s necessarily, but like, as long as they don't make it look too CGI esque and it doesn't look too sort of um, out of place, like they could just do this movie again and with new people, and I think it actually would still be okay. Like I would, I would want to see it. That's um, a great yeah. pick for director, Dave. I think. Yeah. The only question I have is what cartoon characters would be in it because isn't the original one has. The WB characters, like the Looney Tunes, and the Disney characters. Yeah, it had it had and both. The, I didn't I think, think that far. Would, <laughs> I don't think that could happen this it's day. True. That's the biggest hurdle. I wonder if you could do it just with just the WB characters and throw in like the Animaniacs instead of the Disney I mean, characters or why don't they Batman. Just make, why don't they just make it Who Framed the Animaniacs? Like I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, who 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 framed Wacko? Yeah, who framed Michael? Yeah, and then it's an excuse for the for the for the other two to just be in like uh, uh, look like dress up because they've done that in a couple skits. They dress up like uh, Sherlock Holmes and stuff. There you go. They got the whole movie. Yeah. Just, trying to figure it out. <laughs> Real quick, who are you getting to voice the cab, the cabbie? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. That, no, that's a good point though about about all that though. Yeah. The, the thing is, like like you said, who who would voice this? Who would do that? But you would need like a comedian to do the cab. Like, I think you know, so. the, the whole yeah, he's got to yeah. have the cab. Yeah, you have to have the cab. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Ryan Reynolds could do it. <laughs> yeah, he just there says both. He just I mean, he, both. he kind of played he kind of played two people in Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Spoiler. He did Juggernaut in uh, Daredevil. So there you go. Or Daredevil. Oh, Deadpool. In Deadpool, that's right. Wait, yeah, he yeah. did Juggernaut's voice. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. But like, basically, I mean, with less profanity, I think. But you can kind of take his character from Deadpool, and mm-hmm. and that could be kind of his character in this movie too, right? That's why I thought of him initially. You and can it, do it, yeah, yeah. And I really like him too. He's he's super entertaining and stuff. So, um, 
Yeah. So who framed uh, who framed the Animaniacs or Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, that's cool. I guess you're right, though, Mike. The rights are the problem. <laughs> I think that's the big that's problem. That's the biggest problem is like getting the rights to the characters. So you'd have to choose like to stick it all in one like Warner Brothers world, and they just have to use more of their Warner Brothers characters. So yeah. they own DC. They own, I think, the Looney Tunes. So you can still use all those. And maybe you throw in, yeah, DC characters or anything in the Lego movie, actually. So you can throw in the Ninja Turtles and you can throw in Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Right. So you could, that's you could right. Do it. Yeah, yeah good... I really liked how it felt like an ode to the creation of animation, that kind of thing. So yeah, it would be it interesting to see how they carry that forward. If they like try and bring it to the modern day, that'd be sick. Yeah, You see like Mario jumping around? That'd be cool. Yes, do it. <laughs> Let's it'll, go. It'll transition into a, into a Luigi movie. He'll finally get his moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, those are two exciting picks. Those are two exciting picks. Mine fits in perfectly. It's like the holy trilogy, uh, holy uh, trinity of remakes here. Nice, but uh, but yeah, mine is perfect uh, to go with your two because well, we had what we back had Christopher Lloyd, yeah, Back mm-hmm. to the Future, and then Christopher Lloyd again, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit as uh, as uh, Judge Doom, right? So that was a pretty sick connection. And then mine is also in 1985, which is a sick connection to uh, Back to the Future. But a lot of films from the 80s and 90s are rightfully dated. And this one could probably use an update. So I went with uh, Breakfast Club. Any questions? Yeah. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? A brain, a beauty, a jock, a rebel, and a recluse. can't believe this is really happening to me. Oh, good choice. I'm glad that we picked different movies. Okay. All right, let's yeah, I feel like it's ripe for for a remake, even though the original is a uh, great comedy and all that. Um, it just, uh, you know, I, I'll start. I was gonna start by talking about the writer because it kind of makes sense when you think about uh, the Breakfast Club and how it was like a John Hughes classic, and John Hughes always wrote and directed his films. But in this case, I have a different writer than director, so I'll just tease ahead to the writer because I was gonna go with like a like a Richard Linklater kind of thing like uh days and confused but then i thought nah if we're remaking it we got to update it freshen it up a bit so i went with someone else but i'm gonna carry forward and tell you the uh, director and cast and then i'll i'll finish with the writer um so so yeah so the cast we're gonna start with well we're gonna get director in here right spider-man homecoming john watts Oh, great. Yeah, because he, he knows how to nail here. like that high school vibe. Yeah. And like, so we're going to get it going yeah. good with that. And, and then we go into the cast, which, uh, you know, there's a bunch of them. So I broke it down into like their roles, which is like the princess, the rebel, right. you know, the outcast, the brainy and the jock. Okay. So so I'll, I'll just go with that. So then and then the principal, of course, so I'm going to start with uh, Keegan Michael Key as the principal. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. He can be the, the guy from the skit that pronounces the names wrong. Exactly. A A Ron. A A Ron. Definitely Keegan Michael Key is gonna be the principal. And then we're gonna go into the uh the different kids that are serving detention. So I mean, I, I'm in. Mal- in how much does it cost for the ticket? I'll take it just for that. <laughs> Yo, just come in, man. Just come right in. Because uh we had so, to find a Molly Ringwald, right? But I switched sure. it up. Uh instead of a princess, it's gonna be uh Jesse T. Usher or oh. A Train from uh, The Boys. Nice. So he's going to be like the pretty boy. I thought he was young enough to pull it off. Um, and then Florence Pugh is the rebel. So instead of uh, the bully, like, you know, she'd still be a bully, but Florence Pugh. Oh, 
I have for um, so gender gender swapping the two roles. That's a good yeah, idea. I'm swapping yeah. it up a little bit. I got yeah. uh, Aiden Gallagher as the nerd, and he was number five in uh, Umbrella Academy. He's so he be, he'd be like the nerd. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, the outcast, Gaten uh, Matarazzo from uh, Stranger Things. Perfect. Yeah. So he'd be like, you know, the outcast. So there's a little yeah. swap there. And Kylie Curran is the jock. So she's the girl in Doctor Sleep who is just a badass all around. So yeah. she could easily be pulling, pulling off a jock there from high school. And yeah, that's it. So then what, to write that masterpiece, it's obviously going to be Jordan Peele. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, so. Oh, Key and Peele. Yeah. Yeah. Key and Peele could, uh, and he could cameo cool. in there as well. And yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that would be mine for sure. You just got to pull him away from his uh, thriller movies somehow. Maybe is there is there going to be like a, a dream that is sort of feels like it's. it's uh, he could know. do his Twilight Zone intro on the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, imagine putting like a horror undertones to Breakfast Club. Bre- oh, man. Breakfast that. Club of Horror. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. We just wrote a movie, guys. <laughs> guys, we did it. <laughs> we did it. We just wrote three movies. That's great, man. That's a cool cat. So it's it's tough to sort of pick because those those roles in that movie, especially, is so like, is obviously very iconic for many reasons. But that's a tough cast to sort of. Figure navigate out. through because it's yeah. like you're doing an 80s classic but you're doing it like yeah so that, i think that really i think that really works yeah and it's, yeah, it's, so a, it's an ensemble cast right which is tough to do too All yeah right. and like there, there were so many i was going through the 80s and like to be honest there's more movies that i would never want to see remade so it's harder yeah. for me to choose but i like what mike did because i know he doesn't actually want even <laughs> his masterpiece <laughs> to be made but if I it know. has to be made let's just do it that way then i guess yeah yeah. All right, I got another one to submit. I got a uh, virtual submission from Wife Power on her oh, nice. movie. All right, so the movie she picked was one we watched recently, The Lost Boys. You guys seen The Lost Boys vampire movie? Not for okay. a long time. Nice. Yeah. Her uh, director is Denis Villeneuve, so our favorite director of the podcast. Very nice. Doing a vampire movie. He's not a very campy director, but maybe he could elevate it to something like. You know, artsy. Well, you yeah. know, it would turn into an epic. It wouldn't be just like a cult classic. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which which could work. Which could Follow work. Yeah, up Dune. Because yeah. Dune's another one. Like, that was going to be my choice if they weren't actually doing it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's from 80, 88. They beat you right? to it, man. They or beat you to it. Yeah. The Lost yeah. Boys by Denis. And then David, which I think is um, the Keeper Southern role, is Benjamin Wadsworth. I don't know if you heard of this actor. He was the main, char- main uh, guy in Deadly Class. There's like a youngish oh, kind of actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, now I can picture the the face. Yeah. Yeah, Michael. So the the older brother is Joe Carey from oh. uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Steve from Stranger Things. There you go. Is Michael. Oh yeah. man, Steve. Steve's yeah, also a do... playable character in Dead by Daylight, actually. Yeah. Oh no way! Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. That's and such then, a good idea. <laughs> uh, Sam, the little brother who was played by Corey um, Corey Haim, was it? Is going to be Jacob Tremblay. Edgar Frog. Is that is that the other? Um... Anyways, that was Daphne Keene from Logan. Nice. Uh, star, the the girl that falls in love is Madeline Klein. Uh, Lucy, the mom, is Jennifer Gardner. Uh, Max, the lead vampire, is Ty Burrell from Modern Family, and the oh, grandpa, yeah. James Brolin. <laughs> nice nice 
that's another yeah. tough man. She came up with that quick because you were only talking to her just before we hit record, and she she whipped through that. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's that's a great one too because that's definitely one that that could be done without pissing too many people off. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. Edgar, yeah. Although Edgar yeah. uh, Frog was the um, Corey Feldman character, so that oh, she was. she picked Daphne Keene. The so she gender flipped that one. Yeah, but Daphne Keene's like super super good actress from Logan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other connection I wanted to mention between Dave's and Mike's was the Zemeckis connection. It's also yeah, a Zemeckis connection. Oh, yeah. well. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's pretty um, cool. And then mine was 85, which is 85 <laughs> as well. We're all sort of in that in that pocket just before or just as we were all born. <laughs> just all in that yeah. pocket. Um, I had one quick one, too. I just wanted to throw in just because it's sort of a, it's one of the gender swap things, too. And I just um, basically based off of the movies that I've watched in the last six months, um, for Lethal Weapon, why not? Because we don't need to see we don't need to see you know who anymore in movies. Because no, because fuck that guy. So, yeah. um, <laughs> is <laughs> not gonna lie. Uh, so Lethal Weapon, why not? Charlize Theron, because she's been kicking ass in every yeah, movie in the last she's dope for sure. ten years. And character? what's that? As the older. Like Charlie Stern as the older Danny Glover, or no, Danny no, Glover. Or as, uh, Danny as Glover a... would be J Lo as Riggs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Danny like Glover J-Lo would be J Lo. Yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as far as a, as far as a director, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But um, I don't know. I think they can both kind of be funny, and uh, they've both been really good in the last few movies that they've done, and they can both kick ass because they just both generally do. So, mm. anyways, that's the one. I, the other one yeah. I want. Yeah. yeah, it was hard to find ones that you'd actually kind of want to see remake because you just don't want to harm the original. But, yeah, uh, like so many Carpenter movies, I would never remake. But like, if I wanted to just throw another one out there, it would be Escape from New York. Oh, nice. So yeah. I'd like, you know what I mean? I'd do like definitely like a Ridley Scott or even a Villeneuve. Either one of them could crush that. Well, imagine that just, being like a you real could even film do like, epic thing. Like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, and you can do anyone as the action star, but like Will Smith would be dope in there, like anybody. Yeah, you kind of uh, pick anyone that's right for that sort of type of role. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah <laughs> that's great. Um, okay, so we're going to uh, hopefully get these pitches to, um, to the executives. Since we're not executives <laughs> yet, we're going to make our way to... LA when we are allowed to get on planes and go to the states. Yeah, we can, <laughs> or you can pitch all of these in one meeting, and we can just. You know what I'll do? <laughs> I I hit record on this. Why don't I just send this to them? Why don't okay, <laughs> guys, we did. Right. The one Hollywood guys, pick a studio. Proving all the movies. Yeah, pick, a, guy, pick right? a studio. I'm going with Disney. I don't know where you guys pick a studio. <laughs> oh, you gonna start with the small guys? Don't cheat. You gotta start with the big guys first. <laughs> pick a studio too. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit could be, um, I don't know, A24 or something like some sort of like, <laughs> I don't know. No, you're, you're stuck in the DC universe. You're stuck I know. In I guess I have to be right. Yeah. I don't have a yeah. choice. Um, yeah, that's tough. But, but Mike's right. There's always one person that approves all movies. I just have to send this to them. Yeah, and that's, exactly. <laughs> and we're good to go. That guy. And it's obviously right. a guy. <laughs> it's, obviously, it's obviously an old white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's obviously on the same page as us. <laughs> All right. Until we get these approved, Mike, where's everyone going to be able to follow us and follow along and uh, yes, all that um, fun stuff? Day back in on social media. Follow us on Twitch. Back in my day. Back in my day games. Uh, find us on your podcast app of, cho- podcast app of choice. 
subscribe, please. Leave a five-star rating if you can. And tell your friends. And also tell your friends if they're not to wear a mask. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Wash your hands, That's people. Good. Wash your hands and wear a mask. All right, guys. Thanks very much. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next time. Now hold this smoke. That's what it is.